Hi everyone, and thanks for joining us for today's webinar. Uh, my name is James. I'm the occupational therapist at Firefly. Uh, today I am Gannon, who is bumped to Jackson, um, and we are going to talk all about toilet training and the gotta go. So, Shannon, can you first just let's if you want to introduce yourself and the family? Hi. Yes. No problem. Um, so my name is Shannon and we are a family of four. There's myself, my husband, um, our little baby Alfie and of course Jackson who is age four. Okay and can you tell us a little bit more about Jackson and his diagnosis? Of course. So Jax was born with a condition called Nate. Um, it's neonatal alumine thrombocytopenia which caused him to have two strokes before birth. He has a large cyst on the left side of his brain, um, which actually led to hydrocephalus. So he has a VP shunt fitted. And along with those strokes came cerebral palsy. He is right hemiplegic. Um, he is severely sight impaired in his right eye. And he has sensory processing difficulties. Okay, thank you. Um, so maybe we give our, before we kind of jump into the toilet training elements of it. Are you able to, if you gave us a little bit of a, a brief summary around, um, you know, Jackson's mobility, his his posture, his, his hand skills, that, that's, that sort of thing? Okay, no problem. Um, so it took Jax a long time to actually gain any head control. Um, we may be talking around about eight, nine months for him to actually gain control of his head. He didn't sit until he was... A year and a month, it was actually Christmas Day, 2017, he sat, so he gave us a lovely Christmas present that day. Um, he doesn't walk, he crawls about everywhere. Um, we have a wheelchair, which he is able to use with his left hand. Um, still working on his right, trying to self-propel, but we're not just there yet. Um, we have walkers, we have rollators, um, he gets very agitated sitting in seats, so he's always on the go. Um, but we, we do have postural seats there for him to do work um, or eat or anything like that. Um, we're still working on pincer grass and all those little nittery, gritty things um, with him. So it's a work in progress. We're a bit behind, but we're getting there. Well, I take um, Certainly, I had met Jackson now a couple of years ago when almost, yeah. Two, two years ago, I think I first yeah, met you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the amount progressed in, in such a short time. Uh, he's he's flying around the room now, so yeah. I don't blame him for not wanting to go into his um, seating system. Yep. <laughs> he does, he's just an independent little boy and just wants to go. <laughs> so to give a little bit of context to everyone, um, Shannon, yourself, and Jackson have been quite closely involved with Lecky and Firefly in the past, um, yeah. helping us out with various product trials um, and even doing a bit of photography and filming in the past. We have indeed, yes. Um, so we're already, you know, we're obviously quite aware of each other. And it was about two years ago when I first touched base with you about the possibility of trialing a new toilet seat for us um, and sort of you were going to help us out maybe develop the toilet training program that yeah. coincided with it now 
I know that we first started off, we had quite a lot of challenges. Um, there were a lot of things going on in in your, yours and Jackson's life. I remember yeah. Jackson came on well. Then yeah. you had baby number two on the way. Yeah. So it was, it was at that stage where we decided, listen, let's just park this toilet training element. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we'll revisit it in in the future whenever you're ready. Yeah. And then, what was it, two months ago, you sent yeah. me an email saying, right, Jackson's near enough toilet trained. And We've tapped it, yep. Yeah, exactly. And we had no idea what, what has happened. So I think, <laughs> if you, really, if you want to take us back to, to the start and maybe talk about those, the initial challenges that, that you were having with Jackson. Of course. Um, so when we got the got a go site from you guys, um, didn't really know what to expect from it. It was a new challenge. You know, nothing had ever been suggested just before about even trying to toilet train. Um, but we thought, you know, we'll see where Jack says. There's no point in putting it off any longer. He was of that age where, you know, boys and girls around his age are either exploring toileting or have already got it down, which obviously Jax was nowhere near. He couldn't communicate with us. Um, when I say couldn't communicate, he couldn't actually talk. You know, he would have pointed, well, uh, suggested for his cup or, you know, simple things like that to, to get him by day to day. But there was no way he was able to tell us that he needed to go pee or poo. So we just didn't know what to expect. But we tried it. Um, first, he was dead on. Um, loved it. Loved being in something new. He's very open to trying new things. Um, we sat. Uh, he chilled out. He played games. But then it started to get a bit frustrating for him. We're making him sit on this seat, expecting him to do marvellous things. And he was getting nowhere. He just didn't understand what we expected of him. So, like you said, baby number two was on the way. Um, we were getting a bit frustrated. Jax was getting frustrated because he just didn't know what to do for us. So, we parked it and just went, Alfie came along, thought, we'll give it a go here and there. Very, very, very slow. Um, but we tried to schedule this time rather than putting them on, you know, 90 minutes after he ate or drank. Uh, so the schedule was bath time and he went down and he did a poo and it was absolutely fantastic and that was it. There was no peas at all, but we got the night time down and that that's more than we could ask for. So tell um, me about the, that first poo and that, yeah. you guys, that you guys had. <laughs> That was that was something else. We were in shock. <laughs> we were. We just we didn't know what to do. <laughs> but Jax loves praise. So as soon as we praised him, he was yay, yay. So he knew he'd done something right, but he just didn't know what. <laughs> so did it then? Um, these these nighttime poos that you were having yeah. become more frequent. Yeah, they were every single night, right on cue, um, 8 o'clock, straight away before his bath. He knew what he had to do, straight on. And yeah, okay, some nights were a bit longer than others, but I'm talking maybe three, four minutes max, especially because of the way 
his seat, the seat is obviously designed. You don't have to sit there for very long, um, which is great, um, especially for Jax's attention span. So, you know, that one of the longer nights, he might have got a wee bit frustrated, but he, he was dead on, you know. Um, so it kept going and he was in the bath, but still no pace. Nothing came with it. It was just poos, no pace at all. So we needed to start getting that under control. Okay. Um, same with the poos for a moment. Mm-hmm. Did you ever find that Jackson um, was going at no time? Was the, the legs he straining? Could you, could you see that he, he knew he was doing a poo and that was, mm-hmm. you know, that's why he was building the toilet for? Well, yeah, Jax had a little um, telltale. <laughs> um, he used to kind of raise his left arm up. <laughs> um, so he knew that that was happening. Um, but no, there was no straining or anything. It was so natural. It was, um, there was no physical push for him, really. He was not uncomfortable one bit, but he just, he raised that left arm. I have no idea why. I give him a bit of leverage or something. But yeah, he was so comfortable on it um, and so relaxed. There was never any frustration with it. Maybe the left arm was to say, hey, mom, look, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing my business. Yeah, um, we, we were always there, so we knew exactly when, once that arm went up, we're like, yeah, okay, that's it, let's go. So we were going, Jack's done, and obviously doing the Makaton signs for all done, and he was copying, so he was, right, that's it, let's get off then and get into the bath. Um, so for a lot of families, um, that might be a similar story to them in kind of like focusing on um, and you know, having a bit of success with with certain other families that we work with, they got to go have a fan same because ultimately the squat posture will help with with bowel movements. So, how did you get to the stage of looking at wheeze? That part was so difficult for us. Um, we didn't know what to do. Um, we tried. As I said um, previously, the 90 minutes after something to eat or drink, we tried um, the potty alarms. We tried lovely little character um, pants that had his favourite character on it. Um, so we were saying, you know, no peeing on a niggle pickle. Um, but no, he wasn't taking that in at all. We tried the pants with the, the nappies over it. Um, he, he didn't understand that sensation whatsoever. So it was actually school. Um, so he started nursery in September um, last year there, so 2020. Um, and we were turning and throwing, you know, it, it was, we'll put him on, we'll see what happens. Um, and then school had came back to us and said that about 95% of the day, the times that he's in, he's only in for two hours. When he comes in, he's dry. And when he's going home, he's dry. So will we give it a go and, and we'll put him in clothes um, and forget about the nappies. Just go mm-hmm. for it. Just get the nappies out and we'll get pants on him and we'll see if we can crack this. Um, so after February half term, I sent in loads of clothes. And it that was it. He, he got it. He, he got the peas. I, I don't know how, but... With the schedule of getting up in the mornings, we tried him. 
first started wasn't working and then when he got into school he was going so right okay so when he came home from school then I would try him again and then maybe before dinner I would try and then slowly but surely it started to come around that this schedule was clicking with Jack's so when he got up in the morning he was going before he left school he was going and then after nap time and before dinner and that was him now sometimes it's not the same every day you know he'll go for a wee bit longer but that initial schedule worked for him. So was there any these, these scheduled sits that you were doing um, with these based off, you know, specific times of the day? Um, or was it just led by you? You felt, you know, was, was Jackson showing particular signs or, you know, that he might need to go? So it was like, okay, Jackson, we're going to the toilet. Okay. Yeah, so he still he still wasn't able to tell us that he needed to pee or pee. Um, he actually started talking um, March last year. Now we're still single words, so we're still learning um, to even put two words together. So he's still not completely recognising that he needs to pee. So it is the timing issues, you know, timing schedule that works for him better. Um, you know, say around about 8 o'clock in the morning and then... Um, 11 o'clock before he leaves so even if he's here on um, the weekend I'm sticking to that time of when he would be going in school um, just just to keep the consistency for him. Um, so tell a little bit more about obviously like the Iggle Piggle um, mm-hmm. underwear doesn't work great but it, it's a you know it's a it's a big step um, and I suppose it's almost a little risk as well to come out of the nappies um in obviously gonna be incidents where he's gonna work himself and maybe that's on the on the floor too so did jackson show any any signs of awareness when he had actually wet himself any signs of discomfort Nope, nothing. Um, and there's still to this day, we have very, very, very few mishaps. Um, we did have one yesterday, but unfortunately, he's not well at the minute. So, um, you know, I completely understand that things like that do happen. Um, so yesterday, no, I, he didn't even realize that he had went. Um, but they happen, and he got right back on it, and he's been great today. So he has. Um, so it, if the mistakes happen, I, I don't like criticizing him because he's still not completely aware of it so we definitely do not do that it's just take it day by day oh jackson you've paid oh no um that kind of thing and and you know telling him pp and he'll go oh pp oops you know so he's starting to recognize it but initially he had absolutely no idea yeah and i think i think it's important that people are aware that oh i know we all have a bad habit of, you know, would say, would say, oh, Jackson's had an accident or mm-hmm. a mishap. But they're not mm-hmm. accidents or mishaps. No. This is part of part of the process, really. That is um, exactly so it. You know. So it's obviously it's very very important to you know keep keep that positivity. These mm-hmm. are just these these the accidents are supposed to say are going to happen. Yes, they do. And, you know, I just keep thinking what toddler doesn't have an accident um, no, or, or a mishap. So it's part of the process. It happens.
and I've met Jackson a good few times now, and he just can't sit, sit still at all. He constantly, <laughs> he will be constantly around the house looking for new, new distractions to, to entertain himself with. So it's you know, it's just like any other toddler in you know, yeah. his attention is going to be elsewhere as opposed to giving up his playtime and go to the toilet. That is exactly it. James, you've hit the nail on the head. You know, he did not want to give away his playtime. He's anytime now. Jackson, do you need PP? And he shakes his head and we're going, No, come on, you need PP. We know you do. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me a little bit. So you 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 guys have massive amount of progress, particularly um you since all got involved with this. Um so it's it's really fantastic to hear that actually school ones, you know, those they really took a lead with this. Um, how did you find the I suppose the collaboration? Did you did you have to do anything specifically between you and school in terms of like the terminology that you used or you know time of visits? Yeah. So we. We kind of correlated and we said we would stick to pee-pee, poo-poo and potty. Um, so we would stick to those so that he wasn't getting confused. Um, and to that end, Jackson came up with his own song and nobody has taught him this. He just imagined this himself. So that is a huge milestone. So the pee-pee and potty song was born. <laughs> well, I, uh, I wouldn't embarrass you and ask you it's very straightforward it's just pee pee potty pee pee potty there you go (laughs) you got a a pattern on that yeah (laughs) so let's let's talk about now when you're at home um you know you you seem to got this routine uh nailed down same with school as well um at the moment, I know that for a little bit of context for our listeners, um, Shannon have, and Jackson have been working with a rather old prototype of this um, product. It has a, a wooden frame, um, yeah, and it's yeah, it's covered covered in all sorts now. It's it's looking a little bit worse for wear, but yeah, um, just a couple of packets of hair dye over it. It's great. <laughs> it, it's not portable. Um, and so obviously, you know, you haven't had that ability to provide consistency when you're, you know, maybe going out shopping or going out to the park and whatnot. So can you tell us a little bit about what are you doing right now, right now if, if Jackson needed to go to the toilet or you were, you were leading him to go? Um, it's quite difficult. So it is because nothing is unfortunately geared towards children with additional needs um in wheelchairs or um you know with with very very little mobility so at the moment with jacks i'm having to hold him over the toilet either that or i completely avoid going out um to the to that extreme just so that we don't mess up his toilet because he has worked so so hard and i don't want to take that independence away from him um if i'm holding him over the toilet he cannot stand it because I am taking away his independence and I'm right there with him. So this got to go. 
it'll, it'll change lives. And I know that probably sounds cheesy, but it really will because, as I said, there's nothing there for children or anybody with a smaller frame um, that, that can actually use a normal disabled toilet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's, you know, you're, you're probably in, you know, in Jackson Jackson's case, um, you know, because his, his posture really, really has, mm-hmm. has, has came on and his ability to, you know, when, he, when he's sitting, he does, re- he does require support, but that support is becoming a little bit less and less just yes. as he's developing, um, you know, so for a lot, for a lot of parents, their child, you know, it would require two firm hands to keep them upright on those disabled toilets. Um, that is exactly uh, it, yeah. Uh, so bringing it back to those early days, um, and it's okay to be completely honest here, um, we obviously had started working together because, you know, we know how, you know, proactive you've been with Lecky and Firefly in the past. Uh, and certainly when I went into this, I had absolutely no idea of what Jackson might might be capable of. Um, mm-hmm. So what was your initial reactions to, okay, how do you fancy toilet training, Jackson? I thought you were mad, to be honest. <laughs> I thought there is no way that my son will ever learn to use the toilet because I was told he wouldn't sit, he wouldn't talk, he wouldn't eat, he wouldn't hold his head. So even the fact that you were suggesting to me that he could be potty trained in some degree, I I didn't believe it, so I didn't. But uh, I thought, why not? We'll we'll see where it leads to, um, see how Jackson goes, and I'm so glad we did. So it was really what we found when uh, you know speaking with parents and and clinicians. Typically, it's a kind of a it's a balance between okay what's their mobility and posture like mm-hmm. combined with what's their you know communication general learning ability and and um, communication and, and cognition what that's the kind of determining factors of okay this is my assumption of their ability to toilet train yeah yeah okay All right I, Give me a sec. I'm having a glass of water. My throat's gone dry. Oh, can I have a drink of coffee then? Happy to. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, Rachel, I'll bring you back in. Yep, I'm here. Hi. Um, going okay? Is there anything we're missing out or you'd like us to discuss? No, no, I think that's pretty good. It's been, it's flowed nicely. It's pretty casual. Um, yeah. You've like there was a few bits, James, where you dropped out, but then any time I went to go and say it, like picked up again. Yeah. So <laughs> we always got like towards the end when you were talking, always got the gist of the question. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I've been like, oh yeah, okay, I've been able to work with that. <laughs> uh, sorry. All right. Well, if we need to re-record some some bits and pieces, that's that's grand. That's grand. Okay, so maybe if we 
talk a little bit about the toilet training program program Shannon yes um honestly you don't need to say too much just I'm just going to ask about um you know if you found it helpful what be, bits and pieces that you oh were yeah able yeah to take from it. no problem perfect um, maybe <clears throat> elaborate a little bit around the you did some physical games for trunk control. Yeah. You tried the nappy alarms as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, we tried the toy, so we did, but it was more of a distraction. But I think I'm near sure that you'd said in that, um, in the, the updated one, that it was causing more of a distraction, yeah, if yeah. I remember rightly. Yeah. Okay, right. Uh, you ready then? Uh, so Shannon, we also asked you to kind of help us out with the development of the the toilet training program that coincided with the product. Um, yeah. You've already touched on trying out the the potty alarms, but was was there anything else that you were able to extract from that which might have helped you guys along the way? Yeah, so there was um, little games that we did um to try and help along his trunk control and stuff one of jack's favorites was blowing bubbles and um, now we didn't actually physically blow bubbles um it was just kind of <sighs> that sort of way you know um and he repeated after us and he found this absolutely hilarious um so that got him to relax and it gave him that just a little bit of a distraction in order for him to Go to, go to the toilet basically um so yeah. that was his that was his favorite part of it um the nappy alarm um <laughs> jackson didn't exactly take to it he actually liked it too much <laughs> we had it on his arm and it vibrated jacks loves anything that vibrates so he decided that he wanted to bite down on on the nappy alarm <laughs> so unfortunately that didn't work for us um but yeah we give it a go anyway <laughs> that's great so shannon there was a lot of early challenges that you and jackson faced with the the toilet training and we obviously at one one or two stages maybe because i remember he he became unwell for a, a few weeks we had to we had to kind of park the toilet yeah. training um you guys obviously had a lot of challenges and there were setbacks along the way um was there ever a time where it was like you know what i'm just going to give up on on this you know what what kept you guys motivated particularly at the time where you were having little success yeah so as you said we had difficulties um in our family life i was pregnant with my second child and i had to go through weekly treatments so it just was not feasible. The treatments were very draining. Um, hubby was at work, um, but then thankfully furlough hit, so he was able to to help out. But that meant that Jackson's toileting kind of took a step back because we were focused on the pregnancy and getting the baby here safe. So unfortunately, yes, we did stop for a while. We always kind of revisited now and again to see where Jax was at. Um, and he, he still just wasn't right there. But once Alfie was here, we kind of went, right, we'll take it Jax's pace. 
and pop him on every now and again. See if anything comes of it. See what happens when he has an accident. Does he recognize it? And it just wasn't getting right there. And it was just when he went to school and we got into that routine, it helped him so much. There was times where I just wanted to go, do you know what, it's not going to happen. But he kept us going because he is such an independent boy. I wanted to give him that. I wanted to give him his independence. So why not try and why not push? It was so, so hard. I'm not going to lie. It was really, really difficult. But Jack's made it worthwhile because when he got something and we celebrated with him, we celebrate absolutely every single little thing with him because he loves praise and he is such a good wee boy for it. So when he got that pee or that poo on the potty, it was yay, pee-pee, yay, poo-poo, and clapping the hands. He looked for that praise and how can you not keep going when someone is looking for that praise? He made that worthwhile. Well, that's like, oh, that's it's, it's such a nice story. Yeah. So worth, worthwhile in, in the end? 100% worthwhile. It means that there are less nappies in the house. I only have to deal with one set, thankfully, and that is the babies. So when his time comes, I will have no nappies and not have to deal with anything like that, thankfully. <laughs> so is Jackson out of nappies now then full time? Um, just night times and that is literally just because he's not well at the minute it's to and from so 99 98% of the time he's dry overnight but we just Brilliant. we're just checking for now we're, we're erring on the side of caution um, just a little bit because I don't think I'm ready to let go of that part yet but yes daytime absolutely no nappies whatsoever he's still so young anyway I think it wouldn't be it's not atypical for a child additionally to be wearing these at night exactly. Anyway. exactly so we've lovely cars ones at the minute so um he yeah he's loving the colorful colorful ones so just to sum up what would what would you say to a parent who perhaps was in your sort of situation uh that two years to 18 months ago you know is is my child ready to toilet train or what might their potential be would there be anything that you would say personally to them uh, um please try yeah 100 percent. give it a go um you'll not know until you actually try it um i mean as i said jack's only started talking last march so he wasn't even talking to us to tell us that he needed to go so why not try? Why not see where your child is? Um, it will give them just that little bit of, I can do this. They might not be ready. Okay, give it a wee break. See what happens in maybe two, three weeks time. If the two, three weeks time still isn't working, give it a month. Try and revisit it when you can. Obviously, family life takes a kind of priority if things happen, because um, I know ours did. But why not try it? You've got nothing to lose. So on that note, then, I um, want to thank everybody for joining us today. Uh, and a special thanks to Shannon for you for helping out with this podcast. Thank you very much for having me. So thank you, everybody. Um, 
you can get in touch with the clinical team at Firefly at www.fireflyfriends.com if you have any questions.